What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Division Den Podcast. We got a very exciting guest today. Uh, this one was crucial. Like, it, if there's any F4 Island interview that I'm doing, it's it's this one. So let's uh, let's welcome the guest, baby. We got Casey from F4 Island in the building. What up, bro? Sheesh. What's up, bro? Thanks for having me on. I've been watching everybody else's uh, interviews. I'm like, fuck, man. I got to get on here. I got to talk to my boy, Div. Yes, bro. Yes. It's so, it's so good to have you. You look like you're uh, against a wall. Are you in your bedroom? Yeah, I am. Is that gonna is that gonna work for you? <laughs> no, it's great, bro. I love it. It's it's kind it's got like a mysterious vibe. That's fire. A little mysterious vibe. Yeah, yeah. No, I got. I'm in the process of getting all my shit out right now, bro. Trying to trying to get out of Ohio and move to LA. So I'm getting my my apartment looks like shit, but yeah, you know, I got to get it packed up and and get out to to my squad. Yeah, I was gonna say TMZ can't find you in your bedroom, but they definitely found you when you were out here. <laughs> yeah, bro, it was funny. It was crazy because like that was my first time in LA, and me and Garrett pulled up to this coffee shop, and like you know, obviously we're not like crazy famous, but like the show's kind of popping off right now, and yeah. it was like just like I mean, they were more inter- interested in you know fucking Garrett's got eight different storylines about drama. So yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that interview. I saw that Alfred's big shout out to Alfred's Coffee Shop, best fucking coffee in, in LA. Um, yeah. What is it like, bro, coming from a small town in Ohio, being, you're what, 24? Yeah. 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 So being that young, you know, we're kind of the same age, but being young and then fucking right. going from Ohio to L- or to the Cayman Islands doing the show and now you're on yeah. TMZ. Like, isn't that surreal for you, bro? Bro, so fucking surreal, man. I mean, it's crazy. Like I said, I am from a small town in Ohio and like, I think I always had like a bigger personality, but like once you actually are like there, like, bro, I'm seeing so many people on TMZ and it's just like to actually like. I mean, you know, it's, it's TMZ. It is what it is. But no, right. it's it's surreal, bro. It's fucking crazy to see how far I've come. And like, I've always wanted to do something like this. And now that's like actually happening for me, bro. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like what? You know, it's crazy. That's amazing. I was going to make a, a sex joke when you said to see how far I've come. But then I, was, I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> then I, I guess I just made it. Fuck. Um, no, dude, it's, it's super cool. Like uh, one of the guys that lives in my building is this guy drama. You might know he lives in he's from uh, Ohio. He started young and reckless. Okay. Um, I think okay. from Akron or some shit. But yeah, that's, that's right by Cleveland. Yeah. But I feel like Ohio is like there's a lot of talent coming out of Ohio. Are you Are you seeing that out there? Like. Dude, absolutely. Even like from like, I mean, I think, you know, you got fucking one of the biggest shows, uh, Ridiculousness, Rob Deerdeck is from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Nikki, Gla- Nikki Glazer's from Cincinnati. When you talk about Ohio, like, I think a lot of people are born here and then we, we go somewhere else. It's just not a place to like stay, Yeah, you know? And even the gir- even the girls, bro, there are so many badass <laughs> girls that are from Ohio and then they're like, fuck this, I'm going to LA and they're just like fucking out of here. But yeah, yeah. so it's my time, bro. I'm like, shit, I'm going to be 25. I got to get the fuck out of here. I feel you, bro. Well, we're going to be in Ohio in a few days for the the, the Jake Paul fight. Big shout out to Jake and the, the whole squad. Um, yeah, who, who do you think yeah. is going to win that fight? Jake or Tyrone? Dude, I think Jake's about to fucking ruin Tyrone, bro. <laughs> I, I think Jake's about to beat his ass. No, seriously, man. I just don't think Jake's – I just don't. He, he doesn't want to lose, bro. Like, he just literally can't lose. Like, I just think he's going to rock him. So, I'm excited, bro. Actually, me and Garrett, I know you're going to be there. Yeah. Um, you're pulling up with the, with the boys. Because you – don't you – aren't you like his uh, – his, uh branding one of his branding managers or yeah, something yeah yeah we do a lot of his brand deals him and logan for sure yeah hell yeah so me and garrett are pulling up we just got our tickets today so i think we're section b so we're gonna be pretty up up uptight and personal with that shit bro i'm excited as fuck i love fucking watching people play it. <laughs> it's you gonna know? be a movie w- would you get in the ring bro i know garrett's been calling out jake i don't know if that's gonna happen <sighs> bro this is not bro you know i love garrett but he's a psycho bro i'm i don't i don't even i never want to make garrett mad at me because i'm like dude 
I'm fuck no. I'm not a fighter, bro. You know I'm yeah. a lover. Jared Jared Evans was calling me out like a hundred times. Like, bro, I'll beat you. I'm like, bro, I don't want to fight anyone. Like, especially if I get my ass beat, then I just look like the fucking stupid as fuck. Yeah, Jared's out here sending these fake ass letter of intents <laughs> that he probably got from fucking Google images. I'm like, bro, chill out, bro. No one's gonna fight you. Yeah, um, dude. Nah. I don't yeah. know why everybody everybody's trying to fight, dude. Like, I I don't get it. Well, that's where the bag's at, bro. So the money's at. if you're like if you're like if you got clout bro i got fucking thirty thousand followers i'm not gonna get a bag from fighting someone bro <laughs> you just got verified right a couple days ago yeah dude it was pretty sick but i mean like i literally just like we've been waiting so long with the team and then i was like i just you can like go on your instagram and just apply for verification i just did it like 10 minutes later i was like blue check i was like damn what? mom i'm not a fucking loser anymore <laughs> i feel like the biggest advantage to the blue check is is really just sliding in the dms bro like that's all it is. You don't really need it for business. Like no one really gives. Eh, I guess people care, but yeah. knowing you, I, you yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. slide. I, I can't even tell you what kind of DMs I get, bro. Like I can't even open my DMs when I'm with my family because it's just like some some girl with her titties out or some. Oh Jesus Christ, bro! Like my request DMs are insane. <laughs> and you're right. No, now that you got the blue check mark, I'm, I'm gonna. But I'm a nice guy now, so you know I can't be. Uh huh. Sure. We're, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that, bro. So let's talk let's talk about the show, man. So you you obviously just said this from your words. You said I'm I'm a lover. Um, are you, bro? Are you are you a lover? Dude, I mean, I got lover boy right here, bro. Like I'm I dude I am like hey you know at the end of the day like I really am a softy like yeah. I, I am I I kind of it's like hard for me to let my emotions down, but like bro like once I do like. I'm not one of those dudes who's like, oh yeah, like, you know, like fuck girls get money. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely, you know, so yeah, I think I'm definitely a lover, dude. I've had a couple of serious relationships and I'm very picky about it. But when I find someone who I actually love, bro, like I'm, I'm definitely all in for sure. Yeah. Well, when you got to FY Island, you definitely found CJ. So what was it about CJ that caught your eye initially? <sighs> I mean, dude, first is she walks. I mean, CJ's gorgeous. Like she yeah. walks out. I think all three girls were gorgeous, you know, but when CJ walked out, I was like, damn, she's so beautiful. And just her presence, bro. You were there. I mean, you yeah. saw her. Like she com- she commands a room. Like she demands respect. And like I think that's what initially. And then she, you know, she's a little bit older. I like older women. And she was like kind of pouncing on me like a cougar. And I'm like, all right, I'm with this. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm with this. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, bro. It's so crazy to see like how your relationship with her kind of developed. Like I remember when I was there, which and I got out obviously episode two. Literally, like. Yeah the seventh day in you guys were like just sitting and watching i was like damn their connection is so intense i was like i'm not even gonna try at this point so what do you (laughs) what do you think it was about you guys that like how did it click so quick for you guys dude i think we're just like very both like laid-back people like and like we both like you know i I know i kind of roasted her at the thing for saying like oh you use humor to like you know defend like hide your feelings and that's kind of how i am i'm a very sarcastic person and like i think that not all, I mean, the physical connection, obviously, bro. Like, we literally couldn't keep our hands off each other. Yeah. Like, we were, like, making out 24-7. And so, like, once you have that initial, like, like sexual spark, like, I think the other stuff was just so easy because you're just comfortable around each other. And, like, we both are super laid back, don't want to be dramatic. And right. I don't know, man. Some people you just vibe with. Like, we just vibe from the get-go. And, like, it's even tougher when you have 20 other guys trying to get, get closer. Right? Yeah. Did you, um, so obviously, you know, you definitely had like the strongest connection. Was there anybody initially that you saw as a threat, uh, for your, your connection with, with CJ? Dude, literally not at all. I mean, you saw like literally the, our first date, you know, yeah. I got the first kiss, got the first date, got the first wristband. I was like, 
I'm literally not worried about anyone. Like yeah. no disrespect to, you know, don't no disrespect to Mark. I love Mark, but I'm just like, there's no yeah. way Mark Moran's about to steal my woman. Like that's yeah. just not happening. Well then, well then episode, so, what, hey, Mark, Mark, Marcus, Marcus pussy, bro. Oh, I believe <laughs> that, bro. I believe that. We love Marky Mark. But so we uh, love Mark. Episode three, I think it was mm-hmm. um, the three fatties come out. We got Welcome, Jomar, and New Jared. <laughs> I'm just playing. Welcome's not fat. The other two, I don't know. But uh, how are you feeling about, uh, how, how are you feeling when New Jared walks up? He obviously comes in like super hot. Super hot. Super hot, bro. And, you know, CJ runs up and jumps on Yomar. And like, I'm not stupid. I knew she was just doing that. It's like, she's got to do that stuff. But like, in my head, I'm like, you know, like CJ is like, I'm with her. Like, there's, yeah. And New Jared, New Jared comes in, you know, and pulls up on the, on, you know, OG Jared's girl and pulls up on the Kia. And it's like, I'm like, all right, bet. Like, he was the only one where I was like, all right, like he could be a threat, but he went straight to Nakia and I was like, all right, like I'm good. Like I, right. I'm going to win. Right. Like once he, once he was in the kids, like I'm going to win, like no doubt. Right. So obviously, okay. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I mean, I think if anybody would have been a contender, obviously new Jared was, and he obviously at yeah. the end took the, took the cake. Um, but yeah. initially like as you're, you're building with CJ, there's a lot of things that start to happen and it seems to kind of start going South. Um, cause I think episode was episode four, you got booted. Yeah. Episode four. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So what, what happened there, bro? Like, do you, she didn't know, she didn't know that you were going to get home, get sent home. Yeah, man. She didn't know I was going to get sent home. Yeah. I think it really all started with, and like, I've gone back and forth with so many people about this. And, uh, some people thought I was like lashing out or my feelings were hurt. And like, honestly, like I wasn't, my feelings weren't hurt. Uh, I think that <laughs> let's be honest, the way they kind of put the show together, like, it made it seem like it was all about Garrett, but there were other things that had happened, like her calling me a project, her calling me a boy toy. I'm like, that's cute. Yeah. Like I get it. But like, if I'm going to be taken seriously in a relationship, I was like, I got to approach her in a way that's like, Hey, like I'm just want this to be like in the in what, verbatim. What I said was like a two way street where like a relationship is built on like respect. And so, you know, I brought that up with her. <laughs> I had tried to have that overnight and uh, Casamigos, Casamigos was smacking me across the face. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm just asking for the respect. And it went terrible. I mean, yeah. she picked me out and, and then, you know, ended up getting eliminated. And I felt bad because like she didn't know that I was going to go home and like she was visibly upset. And like, obviously, I didn't know either. So, yeah, <sighs> it was just a natural reaction, bro. I was fucking I was I was so mad. I, was I so know mad. I know you were because when you got to Limbro, you were fucking quiet, bro. Like I feel like you're you're yeah. naturally a pretty quiet guy, but you were like extra. I feel, but you were you were plotting, right? Like I feel like you were being strategic in your mind at the time. Dude, I think a little bit of both. Like I actually, I naturally am, like you said, like more of a quiet person. But you, bro, I'm. I mean, you could see the look on my face. Like I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Like the one double elimination. Like she's up there to scare me. Like there's no, I don't know. Like I was like, who's playing me right now? Right. Like, right. Is the show is the show playing me? Is CJ playing me? And I was just like, I gotta. At that point, I didn't even think about going back. Honestly, it didn't hit me until like a couple of days of like just processing it. I was like, fuck. I was like, this isn't over. Like, I might go yeah, back. It wasn't. It wasn't your time. I mean, you had the fucking strongest yeah. connection. Why would you? Why would you get booted? Like, for show. Sure. So, yeah. um, when you get when you get to Limbro, what the fuck yeah. is going through your mind? Obviously, you're heated, but like when you see these sticks, yeah. you see Izzy building these fucking female sandcastles. You see me <laughs> doing God knows what. Like, what what's going through your mind, bro? Dude, that was so funny, man. I mean, first of all, it was dude. The Limbro was so fun. Like when I pulled it up. Was initially you know i saw israel i'm like yo what the fuck is this it's like a hundred fucking degrees 
Yeah. We got cots, and then I get introduced to Lucy, and I'm like, am I really about to bone this little did, sand did you, woman right did now? Did you smash? Because I, I smashed on camera. <laughs> you smashed? No, I just I just kissed a titty, bro. <laughs> just one titty. I just, just one titty. I just <laughs> didn't even lick it. Just gave it a little smooch for Lucy. Nah, man. It, I was like, dude, this is – I felt an initial release. I don't know about you, of, like, pressure off my shoulders. I was like, all right, I'm with the boys now, and I don't have to worry about, like – trying to impress these girls. So yeah. I think it was a little bit of relief to honestly see, I mean, I'm glad we didn't, you know, actually just have to sleep there. Like I would have quit. Like I was like, fuck this. <laughs> We're not <laughs> supposed to say that. Cause they, I don't really <laughs> yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Guess what guys? Uh, okay. We didn't sleep on cots. Like it's, it's obvious we didn't sleep on fucking cots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were mosquitoes because no, it was no. 150 degrees. <laughs> no, we're too pretty for that shit, bro. We don't fuck around with mosquitoes. What the fuck? Way too pretty, bro. <laughs> so, all right. So you, okay, you're, you're, you get to Limbro. We're doing this dumbass shit. And then obviously, I think a couple days later, you fucking escaped. What what was that right. escape like, bro? How, how, did, how did you get back to the villa? Dude, bro. I mean, I was like, I was like, you know, like, because like you said, man, when I left, I, I was like, there's nobody else here that has a connection with her. I was like, I don't even know what she's doing. And and it didn't even cross my mind about new Jared because yeah, he was with an, in my, in my head, he was still with Nakia. So I'm like, I have to get back to her. Like, I just feel like if she wants, cause she didn't want to eliminate me. If she, if she had purposely eliminated me, I would have just ate it like a man and been like, I'm not right. the one, but I felt like there was still something there. And I just wanted to, bro. I was like, no one's watching. Like, I'm just going to go back to her house. If she, if she wants me to stay, like, all I can do is have a conversation and you know, obviously you saw how that turned out. So yeah. I was like, love, man. Makes you do crazy things. <laughs> it really does, bro. It really does. So you you get back to the villa. Um yeah. now you kind of I, I think you kind of start to have to compete with New Jared, right? I think this is kind of where his, you know, uh his attitude right. and all that bullshit starts to kick in. So how was that day when you guys were uh cooking at the at the cribbo? Yeah, I mean no lie it's weird like when have you ever been on a date with another dude and a girl like it's just weird it's just weird like super weird and i want to be you know we're both grown men i wanted to be mature about it and he's like taking these little like fucking jabs at me like yeah. oh casey said this about you and i'm just like dude and i'm being nice to him like because i don't like to i think it's super petty to like especially if you're in front of another girl to talk shit about another guy like right in front of the girl so Absolutely. i was like man like ask some questions like you know like whatever so it, it was weird and then i made a point like i started making out with her right in front of him and i was like this is what's up bro like yeah you're not gonna take it take a nah, stupid you stood your ground i'm not gonna lie to you like i feel like new jared is a very you know he he emits confidence like he, he's a guy that like yeah. is a stand-up guy and i think everybody on the show you could see it at the mansplain like no one had anything bad to say about him but i think you really like you really handled it well you know like i felt like you really you really held yeah. your held your own for show yeah no thank you no he is a he is a he does he i mean he's definitely an alpha for sure and i go about it i think in a different way where like i'm more of like a subtle confidence and he's like yeah. kind of in your, in your face confidence totally. for sure no definitely definitely i i kind of want to skip to the mansplain bro because i i think that's kind of <laughs> the fucking exciting like shit that and like obviously because I, I didn't see a lot of the shit that happened from three to seven but what was it about because um, to me it was like you know New Jerry was chilling and then I think CJ was getting irritated because to her it seemed like you were more there for Garrett than you were for her what was it about your friendship with Garrett or what is it about your friendship with Garrett and, and what is Gacy <laughs> yeah dude Gacy is uh is taking on 
a life of its own. I think that is crazy, man, how it worked out. Like, you know, me and Garrett were right next to each other in quarantine. So we talked and we were, the, we, we, were on the, we were on the on the plane ride together. So he was the first person that I met. And at first, like, Garrett's a lot. But, like, once you get to know him, you're like, dude, this is actually a really cool dude. And we kind of went into the show, like, all right, we already have a pretty good friendship. Like, let's just keep it going. And, like, Gacy yeah. just took on a life of its own. Like, I think I said this on the show. I was like, you know what? Like, I, li- I really like CJ and I would love to win and be with her. But all I know is that's that's not 100%. But, like, what is 100% is that either way, if I don't get her, I'm still going to have a, one of my best friends for life. And, like, that's the most important thing. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where my head was at with Garrett, bro. Like, yeah, no, that makes he sense. Just, I, I mean, yeah. He really is like a, just a kind human. Like at first he could come across as kind of a douche, but yeah. he really is just a yeah. nice dude. For sure. And he's definitely loyal as fuck, bro. Like he had my back 24 seven and like, that's all you can, that's all you can ask for, especially for knowing him for such a short period of time. Like right. I was, I definitely was, I was with it for sure. No, for sure. For sure. So, so we, mans, mansplain's done, obviously you kind of got wrecked with Chris, but Chris is a snake and no one likes Chris, unfortunately. No, I'm just kidding. I love Chris, but, um, elimination, bro. Final elim- elimination comes around. It's you new Jared and, and CJ and what's going through your mind, yeah. bro. Like how was that? Um, dude, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think that, you know, me and CJ had had a conversation where the day before on like our 24 hour mega date, where she had basically inferred that I wasn't going to win. She was like, I really like you. And, I think that, you know, you still have some work to do before we can be together. So yeah. she kind of phrased it like that. So going into the into the elimination final one, I really didn't have much hope. Like when you see me, when she picks new Jerry, if you look at my face, like I'm, it doesn't like, I kind of just like stay the same. Like, I'm not like, oh shit. Like she didn't right. pick me. I'm just like, I'm just like, all right. Like I, I kind of saw that coming, which I liked because it gave me an opportunity to kind of go out on a high note. Like I was like, I really have changed throughout this experience. And I think CJ, like, I just wanted to give gratitude to her and be like, you know what, like you, I'm glad we had this, this chance. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sick that I'm not ready for you yet, but that's life, bro. Yeah. And you said that if, I think you said this on the show, if you had the, or if she had chosen you, you would have split the money with her. Yeah, for sure. I mean, dude, really? like, I think me and her could have had such a good relationship and honestly, I'm, it's, it's still not over. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Don't tell new Jared, but (laughs) he's going to fucking watch this. (laughs) That's hilarious. I've been rooting for you, bro. Like, I I think we all respect new Jared and he's dope, but like, we know, like, we know, we know who Casey is. Like Casey's the guy, bro. So, bro, what, um, so look, it, it it ended how it did. You know, she chose new Jared. It, It is what it fucking is. Um, I want to talk a bit more about like your kind of personal experience because for me especially, and I've talked about this on the podcast, like <clears throat> going yeah. on an island for two months away from your fucking phone and everything you're used to. Like yeah. I'm, so- I'm somebody who is very much into like I got to have control over my life. Like, you know, I got a lot of shit going on, yada, yada. What was it like being on the island um, for you like, like mentally? Like do you feel like you ever lost yourself when you were there? That's a, that's a really good question. I think that – I mean, I think everyone can agree. I'm not sure how you felt, but like the initial adrenaline, like the first two episodes is just like all excitement, like nervousness. So like, you're not really thinking about it too much. And, and it's an emotional roller coaster, bro. For sure. You know, you, you get there, you're excited and then you're nervous. You're like, am I going to mess up? And I think it kind of went like up for me. And then eventually when I got eliminated, I was super down. 
super down and limbo because I was like, I feel like we have something more here. So it was yeah. mentally draining by the end of it. Like after our 24 hour mega date, I was just so mentally exhausted that it's not that I didn't want to be with her. I was just, can she just pick someone so we can move on with this shit? <laughs> right. Like I was so tired and I bet you can attest to it too, bro. Like you don't have any distractions. You don't talk to your family. Right. All you have is a hundred degree weather and filming hot. for 12 hours a hot. You film and you might not even get airtime. So you're just mentally by the end of the experience, I was grateful, but I was so excited to, to get out of there, to be honest. What was the first thing that you did when you got back? You <sighs> Sheesh. Uh, killed a bottle of white henny and <laughs> and called like three girls from my hometown. I'm dead. So, no, I got back and, and killed a bottle because, you know, I picked it up at the airport, landed, popped a bottle because we didn't really get to drink that much. And yeah. I'm not like an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic by any means, but dude, like. <laughs> We're 24. We should. I wish we would have been able to to have a little bit more to drink on the show. But I get it, you know, like liabilities and all that shit. But yeah, I got back and it was so good to see my family, dude, and see your friends. And you just felt like I don't know about you, but you were like coming back into a completely new world. Like I'd been yeah. in a coma for like for like three months. It's so true, bro. Like I before going to the island, like I would be on my phone maybe 12 hours a day, like working and shit. Yeah. And I wouldn't yeah. really go out and stuff. And after doing the island for two months, it felt like a fucking yoga retreat. And I was like, I'm gonna come back just so refreshed, like, you know, just new perspective. So I, I feel you on that for sure. Um, yeah. When you, yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? I was gonna say, don't even get me started about the food too, bro. I know oh, you were God. that shit. That shit was <laughs> wack. You're looking. You're looking cut up as hell now, bro. I appreciate. I'm trying to get the eight pack, bro. The eight pack. Trying to look like Sean. <laughs> One day, except Shit. I'm not doing Chippendales. Uh, yeah, I ain't doing Chippendales either. Love Sean, though. <laughs> we love Sean. We love Sean. <laughs> so, um, when you when you were getting to the island, did you did you know what you were getting yourself into? Like, did you know there was only only me three three women? I, I I don't think any of us knew. I I had heard yeah. like talks when we were doing the interviews. I'm not sure how years went, but they were saying, you know, there's gonna be X amount of girls and X amount of guys. So in my head, I'm thinking like too hot to handle or love island where it's like pretty even i thought it was going to be like 10 and 10 or like seven and seven and then you get there and you know we're in quarantine and i'm looking around and i see 30 dudes and uh, no girls Zero. and then I, I was at the airport on the way to miami to the cayman islands and i saw three girls cj and Nikki, i obviously at the time didn't know who they were but yeah. i was like are those the only girls here? And then once they dropped that bomb on us, I was like, dude, this is about to be shitty. Like, this is about to be a fucking riot. Yeah, it was warfare, bro. They could have made a warfare. fucking, it was literally warfare. I feel you though. Like I, I was tight when I, when I found out, I thought it was gonna be like a pretty even, pretty even split, but yeah. it wasn't. But yeah, um, not at all. Not at all, man. Not at all. So what, what did you, um, what did you take away from this whole thing? Like, do you have like a couple learning lessons from it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, what's crazy is that a lot of people ask me this question, like people at the gym, they're like, oh, shit, you're Casey from FYI. And I'm like, they're like, did you actually like CJ? And I'm like, yeah, like I really did. And I think the learning lesson there is that we spent a short period of time together. But get this, like we didn't have phones, we didn't yeah. have TV. So like the time you did spend with the people you were with, like I became best friends with, I mean, so many people in a short period of time, because all we could do was talk to each other. So I think the lesson for me was that, you know, when I, when I integrate that into my real life is 
you know, you can develop real connections with people a lot quicker if you just like actually pay to talk to people, oh, like put your phone down for a second and like build a real relationship. And everyone's like, oh, like you and Garrett aren't that close. I'm like, dude, we spent three months together in a room without any distractions. Like we talked yeah. about everything under the sun. Me and CJ talked about everything. Like of course, those are real connections. So I think that's one of the biggest lessons is like just taking time to really appreciate the people you are because what, us being that like, we'll never be there together again. So, yeah. yeah. No, for sure, bro. Do you, do you think um, technology has kind of fucked us up as a society? Dude, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely an invaluable tool. I mean, you know that. That's how you yeah. basically, you know, make a living is your is social media and technology. But it's such a valuable tool. But at the same time, I think it has decreased, you know, like human connection. You know, you never just sit there at dinner with your friends. At least once somebody's going to be on their phone. And especially yeah. now, bro, I, I, I've, I spent so much. I My eyes hurt every fucking day now bro, because same. I feel like my job is on my phone making a hundred cameos a day and fucking trying to do all the, you know, shit. And so I think it's valuable, but I think the most important thing is remember, like, we're still, we're still people. Like we should just, just talk and shit. I'm not Jamie Wood. I'm not going to go all (laughs) philosophical on you, but. Right, right, right. Jamie definitely is very philosophical, but, um, cause I, I want to like, for me, bro, mental health is like something that I've very much struggled with, especially before the show and going into the show and then coming out of it. Um, I felt like my mental health became a lot more stable, a lot better. So how, how do or what are some things that you do for your mental health to keep yourself kind of like solid? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I am a huge advocate for mental health. I think that a lot of people who you don't even know struggle with it, but you know, I'm not sure what you've dealt with in the past, but yeah, prior to the island, dude, I didn't even know if I could go because my anxiety at one point in my life was was a lot and I would have panic attacks if I was like in it. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is, is yeah. that I think the, it really caused me, caused me to grow because like you're facing, you're in a situation that's uncomfortable and, and, and you're like, all right, you know, I did this. Like I, and once I got back, I think the biggest thing for me when I work on my mental health is just taking time you know, the first thing that when I wake up in the morning, what I want to do is check my phone. But the first thing I do in the morning is get up even like 10, 15 minutes and just like, just lay there and breathe or stretch. And like after, cause if I pick up my phone right away, then it's just a day starts off with like, all right, now yeah. I'm comparing myself. I'm doing all this. And I think the root of a lot of people's insecurities and self-hatred is just, is comparison. And like, we're all different people. We all have a lot of good shit going on and there's no reason to compare you know, so I think waking up and just taking a moment for yourself and, and, and also just really enjoying the time that you get to spend with the people that are closest to you is, is really yes. important too. Yeah. You're preaching, bro. Like I, before, before the Island, I would like pop up six o'clock and immediately dog, like straight to Insta, straight to TikTok, Like, right. and that's just so unhealthy, bro. Like now it's two yeah. to three hours of like division time, you know, like yoga, meditation, fucking yeah. running, bro. And it's like, it's so yeah. impactful, bro. You know, for sure. And, yeah. and Charlie, man, I mean, I talked to Charlie for a while and dude, like being around Charlie and Paul, like those two dudes kind of changed my mindset on, you know, Charlie was super in touch with who he was and, yeah, and to see him like be able to, you know, it's just, it just takes a little bit of effort and, you know, we still need our phones. Like, like I said, you're making a living from it. Like you can take, you can still take some time. You don't like have to mindlessly be, be scrolling yeah. through Instagram, which I think we're all guilty of. Yeah, we all do it. And I think that's the other thing is if you're doing it, like, don't beat yourself up about it, you know, like not you, but I'm saying, like, right. you know, like anybody, right. but not for sure. For sure. I think, uh, I don't know why I remember this, but you have like a big family, right? Like a pretty solid, massive family. 
Yeah, dude. I have like uh, five siblings and, you know, my parents are still together. I actually, I loved your family, man. I mean, that was awesome. I at your birthday getting to meet them, but yeah, I got a, got a big family. So I think that was the toughest thing for me. It was being away from them because we are really close and we do hang out a lot. So that's kind of the other thing that kind of sucks about me moving out to LA is, is knowing that, but yeah, you know, it is what it is for sure. Do your, uh, are your parents pretty supportive of the whole reality show kind of career path that you're on? <sighs> I think so. I mean, obviously they really enjoyed watching the show. Yeah. I mean, I literally watched like three of the episodes with my grandma and the, even I was <laughs> the one where I was like, Oh yeah, I got a boyfriend dick. I'm like, sorry, grandma. <laughs> she's like, she's like, what's a boyfriend? Dick? I'm like, grandma. Just don't yeah, worry about yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, I think my parents are definitely supportive. I mean, I had a corporate job last year working for a, a company and I just really, what it was, it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. I think my personality is kind of built for, entertainment i just love to make other people laugh and make people happy so you know i think the good thing about parents is is they always say like if you're happy and, and, and making a living wage yeah i think they're gonna be fine you know yeah no 100 bro like I, i've done that corporate shit too and it's like shit yeah. ass bro you just feel like a fucking robot the whole day it's not right there's no purpose there yeah, dude. I mean, you're 20, what are you, 24 too? 25, just turned 25, yeah. Oh, just turned 25. Yeah, dude. I mean, you're, shoot, you're my, I mean, you got so much going on for you, bro. Like I said, when I was able to meet your parents, I could just tell they were like the sweetest, just like most supportive people for sure. Yeah, that's gang gang, bro. Love my family for that's sure. That's gang gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what do you see for yourself besides reality? Like do you, reality TV, do you, do you want to do other stuff besides uh, shows? Yeah, I think reality TV is technically, you know, it can't be a, a career. Only a minimal amount of people can do that. I mean, Vinny and Pauly D are like the idol and like all those people. Yeah. I think for me, bro, um, I definitely am, you know, obviously uh, maybe going to go back for season two. I'm not sure about it for, for F-Boy Island. Um, it's definitely a possibility that I've been considering. That'd be crazy. But I think that'd be crazy. I know. And now that I'm a reformed, reformed F boy, I'm a nice guy now. So we, I'm not going to say too much. We'll see how that plays out. But yeah. um, I think kind of just getting my feet wet, dude. This first season was really cool and opened my eyes to what the possibilities are. I think down the road, you know, I think what you're doing is super cool. Like I would definitely love to just be in the social media field and kind of just whether that's me being like an influencer or just helping other people kind of because, you know, it's only going to keep coming. Like when I'm 26, maybe I'll be able to mentor um, people who are, are 20 and like trying to do the same thing I was. So, you know, that might be down the road, but dude, right now, everything's so crazy. I'm just kind of taking it day by day. To yeah. be honest with you. No, I feel that bro. I feel it. It's like, how, how do you feel about the success of the show right now? I think, I don't know about you, man. I think it's a huge success. I think, you, I think are HBO you feeling did. the impact of it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's definitely HBO put together a really good show. Like HBO, anytime HBO puts together a show, it's going to be really good. And all the feedback that I've seen from news articles to viewership, I mean, it's off the charts. I think it's the number one most HBO Max originals like stream show. So crazy. the only thing that's tough is that, you know, HBO Max, you know, at the end of the day, it's not Netflix. Like if we were, if that was on Netflix, I'd have a million followers. Sheesh, right now, I which, know. You know, which yeah. like that stings because I think our show is... I think FY Island is the best show of the summer when it comes to reality TV. Better than Do Want to Handle, better than Love Island, better than The Bachelorette, bro. Like, Damn. we're the best show. And it just didn't get, it's not reaching the people because it's, you know, most people don't have HBO Max, which sucks. Right, right. But you never know. Maybe they'll fucking imagine they redrop it on Netflix, bro. That should be intense. <sighs> Dude, it's picking up heat, too. Like, the momentum yeah. is continuing to build, you know? I mean, 
I'm pushing like 25, 30,000 views on every single one of my stories. Like it's, it's definitely reaching a good amount of people for sure. Where are you at with your dating life? Like, do you, after doing this intense shit, do you feel like you're ready for a relationship or are you, are your eyes set on CJ or like, where are you at with that? Dude, that's a, that's a, that's a tough question. I am at a point right now where the only person that I would actually consider a relationship with would be CJ just because dude, I have so much going on and like, no one understands what happened on the show besides us. Yeah, You know, CJ obviously understands that. And, you know, we obviously had a connection and we do still talk a little bit. So I think there's hope for me there. But when it comes to, you know, dude, I'm getting a hundred, you bet you are too, DMs all day, like marry me, date me. And I'm just not at the point where I think we're both, you know, focused on kind of our careers and what we want to do next. Like yeah. time is time is money right now. We're not going to be in the limelight maybe another month. So I got to make moves and focus on myself. So when it comes to, being in a relationship right now, I just don't know if I could manage manage both, to be honest. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel like relationships are a fucking that's a second job, bro. And you don't have a job. You're a reality star. Like it's more than a job. Right. No, I feel For that. sure. That so, doesn't mean I can't bag, bag a couple of girls. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a nice guy, bro. You're contradicting uh, yeah. yourself. <laughs> Fucking love it, Casey. Um, so what um what's next for you, bro? Like uh what do you see in the next couple of years for yourself? Yeah, dude. Uh I, I think that LA has so much opportunity. You know, my first time out there, I just saw that it really is all about who you know. And I feel like I have a really good network starting to build up there. So I think I'll definitely stay within the reality TV, you know, within the next within the next year. When it comes to two years, hopefully at that point, um, I know everybody says, oh, I want to have my own brand or something like that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, followers are social currency at this point. Yeah. And so I'm just focused on kind of building my rapport, building people who, and I don't want to change who I am. I don't want to, you know, go out to LA and just be a fake ass dude. Like I'm, that's not me. I'm from Ohio, small town dude. So just focused on kind of just growing as a person while continuing to find a way to, to make an income, which, yeah. you know, being a reality TV star, it's not necessarily a six figure job right now for me. But who right. knows? Yeah. But it's just the beginning, bro. This definitely isn't the first show that you do. I'm sure you're going to do a bunch more. <clears throat> yeah. If there's anything that you learned from this whole experience, what what would what would you say it is? I would just say take chances, man. I mean, I was really considering, I don't know about you, like I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And look where I'm at now. I think I have a lot of people reaching out to me. Like we knew you what you we knew you were gonna do something, we just didn't know what. And I was scared. But at the end of the day, we don't, you know, it's pretty cliche, but like you only go around once and how many times you're going to meet someone and be like, oh, holy shit. Like, you are actually on a show. Like, I'll tell my grandkids, like, yeah, yeah. go watch F-Boy Island. And then it's like, what? <laughs> Fuck. And yeah. so I think just take chances and and never forget, you know, who you are and where you came from and, and just, you know, have your priorities straight. So. Facts, man. I think I think there's a lot of people out there that probably look up to you. And, I mean, they, they got to feel inspiration, bro. Like, I feel like, you know, again, like, you don't see many people from Ohio fucking getting on HBO. So I think what you're doing is, is yeah. obviously amazing. So just congrats on, yeah. on everything, man, for real. Yeah, well, same to you, bro. I think we both put together a really good show. I mean, you have so much going on for you. And I'm just grateful to, like I said, kind of be your friend and be a part of everything. And shit, I'll see you in two days, dog. Yes, sir. Ohio's going to be a fucking movie. Jakey, little Jakey. <laughs> don't fucking lose to Tyron. It'll be <laughs> it'll be fun. I think yeah. he'll, I, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. Third round KO, Jake. Third round KO. Yeah. I'm Jake. going second round KO. You're going second. Second round, with 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 a minute left in the round. Ooh, 
I don't know, bro. Tyron, Tyron's definitely his biggest competition. Like for sure, bro. But he's jacked up. I like Jake Paul, bro. I might hammer yeah. him so hard. I think he. What is it? What's I don't know what his, what the line is, but I might put a fucking bag on him. I think so. I think I will too. He wants to fight Gervonta. You see that? His hit list. Oh, he, oh he's got a hit list. He's got a hit list. It's like Gervonta Davis, Conor McGregor, fucking uh, KSI, yeah, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jake would fuck Garrett up. I'm sorry, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would. He's, yeah, yeah. We'll cross that bridge once when it gets a little more when it gets a little more clout. For sure, for sure. Yo, if uh, yeah. people don't follow you already, bro, where can they where can they find you? Yeah, Instagram, uh, just Casey is underscore underscore. If you just type in Casey F Boy Island on Insta, um, you know, Twitter, same thing. Casey is underscore underscore. Just so you know, you can fill in the blank like whatever you want. Like Casey is a douche. Casey is handsome. <laughs> Casey is annoying. So that's kind of what I'm going for. But yeah, hit me up, cameos, baby. I'll take my dick out for a thousand dollars. Nah, you'll do it for free. They don't even have to pay at this point, bro. You're not making any income now. <laughs> You're just gonna be showing your dick to the whole world. Shit, bro. That will only help. That will only help my brand. Right. All right, bro. Well, yo, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we'd love to have you again. I think uh, maybe we'll have CJ on. So maybe we'll we'll bring you back or something. Which will be lit. Uh, make sure you guys yeah. go follow Casey. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Insta. Follow me on Instagram. Follow Casey on Instagram. Yada, yada, yada. This video is sponsored by Mellow, the best melatonin on the planet. Uh, use code DEN, D-E-N, for 20% off your order. Keep mellow.com. I wish I brought one with me, but I didn't. Uh, literally puts you to sleep like a baby. Take five to six uh, puffs, not inhales, before bed, and you'll be you'll be sleeping like a, a little child. So, uh, yeah, Den, uh, code DEN, D-E-N, at keepmellow.com. And again, go follow Casey and your boy, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Yes, sir. Thanks, bro. Peace, I'll bro. Talk to you soon. I'll see you soon, buddy.